Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 59 in year two. It is Sunday night, and I hate to be doing this, which is recording for Saturday, yesterday. I am definitely behind, but that being said, I hope to catch up soon. So if it wasn't so late, I would record 59 and 60 Saturday and Sunday right now, but the dishes are calling my name and I better just do one tonight. I'll try to catch 60 tomorrow during my second period, free period. So I'm glad that you are with me wherever you are in whatever time it is and whomever you are. Thank you for being here. As I share with you how yesterday, Saturday, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. So I've been doing some big thinking lately and big praying with the thinking because it's thinking about God, which is what I like to do. Obviously, that's what I've been doing on this podcast now for a year and two months, 14 months. And, um, but I've been focusing it in a very specific way, thinking about Christ, the second person of the Trinity, and thinking and reading and reflecting on and praying with a theologian who I think is becoming more and more relevant and more and more cited, and that is Pierre Teilhard de Chardin. And Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, sometimes called just Teilhard, I like to call him PTC. So uh, I will call him PTC. So, or Chardin, de Chardin. Many ways to call this great scientist, Jesuit priest, and really big thinker. In fact, it was so big that even during his time period, he didn't get the opportunity to publish as much as he wanted to because his ideas were pretty big. They still are. That being said, I think we are in a time where some of the images and ideas and metaphors that he uses are becoming more and more confirmed through science of all places. So let me tell you a little bit specifically about what I was thinking yesterday with PTC, Teilhard de Chardin. So I was thinking about his concept of the noosphere. Now that's spelled kind of like it sounds, N-O-O-S-P-H-E-R-E. And the idea is, is that there is the biosphere, the earth and what lives on it. We have the atmosphere that surrounds us in which we breathe and live. And then not necessarily above that, but permeating all of that, there is the noonosphere, which comes from the Greek word for mind. Sphere is basically what it is. And according to Wikipedia, Chardin did not necessarily pioneer this concept. It might have been Vladimir Ivanich Verdasky in 1936 or Eduard Leroy right around the same time period. 
Oh, I should say that Chardin lived from 1881 to 1955. So really mid, early to mid 20th century was, was his lifespan. And what he said the noonosphere is, and I'm, I'm citing this from a book that I'm going to be praying with during Lent, and it is a reimagining of another Jesuit, the founder of the Jesuits, Ignatius of Loyola, an interpretation of his spiritual exercises through the lens of Teilhard de Chardin. And I'm working my way right now through the beginning of the book, which is where the author, also a Jesuit, and sadly I'm forgetting his name right now, will give him props later on to be sure. But he writes regarding the noonosphere, read you a few quotes of his here. The envelope of information, thought, and emotions is the noonosphere, the collective mind and heart of the planet, or humanity's psyche. This development, and this is the development of more and more integration and things that we see in globalization and the internet and technology, this development shows the real possibility of humankind as a whole coming to ever higher consciousness through higher and more complex social unions, even sharing contemplative moments. And then he goes on to conclude this little section. Eventually, the noonosphere will constitute a single thinking, loving system in which each person sees, feels, desires, and suffers for itself the same things as all the others at the same time. Now, you might imagine that this really has to do with evolution of the mind and humanity. And as I've been thinking lately and teaching to my students, it, it really fits right in with the concept of big history. And it also relates very nicely to this larger sense of Christ and Christ, the word, the logos of Christ, of God, who is Christ, the second person of the Trinity, moving through and moving forward all of creation. And um, I think that's pretty cool. I like that. Stay with me, if you will, through the break. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about how I was experiencing this, this yesterday as regards a TED Talk. Well, thank you for staying with me through the break. I looked it up. It's Louis M. Savare, who is the author of that Spiritual Exercises in um, Teilhard de Chardin um, book that I'm working my way through. And he was the one who wrote the quotes that I read. So I was experiencing this yesterday in the morning, early afternoon, really, before I went to work on my Saturday job. And I was sitting and reading and came across a TED Talk on the Noonosphere. Now, it's an interesting TED Talk. I will forward it through these, um, through my links here, my Facebook page, I'll tweet it, etc. And um, it's interesting because it is very secular. Now, I don't think that is necessarily a bad thing. TED Talks are most of the time quite secular. In fact, I think there's an argument to be made that TED Talks are 
the primary secular wisdom source and knowledge source of our times. And if it is true and worthy and valuable and life-giving wisdom, and I think kind of by definition, wisdom has to be all of those things, then I think it is valid. That being said, it was a speaker, and I don't know who the speaker is. I need to look up who his, uh, who he is, but he spoke about the noonosphere without mentioning Chardin or the Christ, uh, cosmic Christ that um, definitely is part of Chardin's thinking, the divine milieu and um, much more, much more about Chardin. Anyway, this video was interesting, this TED Talk, because he talks about, and it was a few years ago, so it was before the present time of Trump and resist and all of the, um, the things that we're seeing in our own time period. Um, it was talking about Occupy Wall Street for the most part and what we saw in um, the Arab Spring and various movements of, of that time, the early um, 20 teens. And he was talking about how memes are the method of traveling in the noonosphere, that this idea of connecting each other through this cosmic um, mind, if you will, this human connection, memes are the way that that gets passed. And he says the primary meme is love. And I like that. And I, I think that is something that Chardin would be very pleased with because, again, God is love and God through Christ creates out of love and in love and for love and is love. And I think the fact that this speaker in the TED Talk said love is the meme means he is on the right track. And I give him a thumbs up for wisdom. So that was my experience yesterday. I, I'm sure I'll say more about this as we begin Lent and as I begin this reflective pilgrimage this journey. And I hope you begin one too. And I hope you'll stay with me listening to the podcast during Lent and into the Easter season and well, well beyond. So dear listener, what do you think about this today that I've shared? Do you know Teo de Chardin? Is he someone that might interest you? You might want to look up on your own. Um, is he Someone that seems kind of odd and out there and confusing. And my thoughts maybe were odd and out there and confusing. Regardless, I hope that this was um, something to give you some things to think about. And that in understanding the bigness of God and what Chardin is after in his thinking, that maybe your heart and your life and your mind and your soul are expanded as well. As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.